Hello Sweat, I'm Jack Grady and this is the Sweatcast, the weekly podcast that provides industry knowledge about the latest trends in the world of sport and fitness. Okay, welcome back for another edition of the Sweatcast. I'm your host Jack Grady, along with me as always is the co-founder of Ghost Sweat, Alex Hind, and our special guests today are the two founders of Strong Her, Leanne Hudson and Sam Prin. So guys, uh, welcome, we're happy to have you on to start off. Uh, why don't you guys just tell us a little bit about yourselves and sort of, yeah, and sort of how you got into fitness, and then tell us about Strong Her and its mission and goals. Okay. Shall I go first? You go first. <laughs> um, so, Leanne speaking. Um, just so we know. <laughs> we have to clear that up. There's going to be a lot of laughing. <laughs> um, so, I um, came into fitness via... Um, being a dancer before, professional dancer, and actually was working in a as a receptionist at LA Fitness, um, along with like all those other part-time jobs that you have as a dancer anyway, and had never really done any weight training or anything like that before, and basically people coming up to me and being like, you know, you should be a trainer, like you're really personal, and blah, 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 and I was like, oh no, I'm not touching the weights, I just run, and I just <laughs> do cardio, and that kind of stuff. Um, and then just really being friends with all the people there and, and seeing and learning about it as part of like being a receptionist, I actually then saw started doing weight training myself and saw like a huge difference um, just in my composition and things like that and obviously learning little bits of nutrition but nothing kind of major but just taking bits and it was pretty much that that kind of that started the whole fitness thing. Um, prior to that, I was like every other woman which like buys DVDs and buys the the great marketing schemes that is in the fitness industry and was just doing what the fitness industry said. So it was literally just by chance by working in a, in a reception role and then learning and then doing it myself and being like, what the hell have we been doing this whole time? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Um, and then one thing went to another and they funded different courses for you if you were employed. So then I got an exercise to music course funded and then uh, after that I then found a... Um, the student government funds for PT courses, it was like a year later, um, and was like, right, I'm just gonna do it, and basically like a year after I then did the six week course. So that's how I initially got into it, so I just fell into it. But it all makes really weird sense now, I'm like this is stupid, why did I just do this before? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I think that. Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? doing? What, yeah, why was I never a PT in the beginning? Me. Um, so, I mean, I guess mine is pretty similar, as in fitness has always been a, like quite a big part of my life um, due to dancing. Um, and then it just got to a point within like my dance career that someone actually said to me, because I mean, it's a it's a hard industry. Um, and someone said to me, "Oh, do you love like do you love dancing?" And then I was like, "Actually, not really. Like, I, I kind of don't really love it anymore. I don't really know why I'm still fighting to do this." Yeah. And then I and then I was kind of in this I was caught in this dilemma because I was like, I really don't know what I'm doing with my life because um, I I have just always been a dancer. Like I I didn't go to uni or anything, so I didn't have anything else. And then I started thinking about what what I actually really am passionate about and. Mine kind of comes more in from the nutrition aspect because um, I, I I went I faced like a, quite a lot of uh, problems with like my nutrition in the past like in dancing um, so that was something that I was really passionate about um, and then and then I and then I I've always loved fitness as well but again I was like Leanne like most women just running every day 
Um, and then I thought, you know what, actually, I think I want to try a career in fitness some, in some way. Um, and then, yeah. We both kind of went through the... Because we became friends when through like a through through dancing and we both kind of were in the same position at the same time so but through different avenues so then when we we both randomly contacted this person about this funded course for PT yeah and then we were both like oh that person said to me and then we yeah. actually ended up doing our course so together. we did our course together <laughs> so we we've did, been together from, from the start, from the start basically. <laughs> so we and we so we've literally come into it at the same time from diff, for different reasons and different kind of environments um but then ended up doing exactly the same thing. So we every time something goes completely, we're both we're both there, and every time something you, goes you went slightly ahead of me as well though, because I remember when you you were preaching about weight training. This is a point that I remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember so clearly. I remember so clearly. I was on the treadmill in the gym, and I was doing forty five. I was doing a forty five minute run. I don't know why. This is so stuck in my head. And you, you either called me or you, you voice noted me or something. And, um, and you were like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm doing my 45 minute run. And you were like, oh, for the love of God, stop running. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't want to lift weights. Like, I'm scared of getting bulky. And then, oh. like, yeah. yeah, but yeah. And um, I was that person. And then she was saying to me for ages, she's like, no, Sam, you have to start weight training. So it took me a long time. Long, so how long ago was that? Oh, oh, this was a long time ago. No, was it? Well, we've been in it for four years, so... <laughs> Can't be that long. <laughs> Must be 2015, 2014. No, because I, I was living in Holloway. A few years. 2014. Yeah. No longer than four years. <laughs> no. <okay. laughs> That's it. No longer than four. No, no less than Maybe two. Maybe three? It must have been like three and a half years ago. So you met three and a half years ago. Um, and where did the idea for Stronger come about? That's more you. <laughs> we were in a bar. We were in a bar. So all our decisions... Come from being drink drunk it. with Prosecco. <laughs> There's literally a whole lot. Specifically Prosecco. Pre- yeah, specific yeah, always Prosecco. So much now that I can't really drink it without being sick because <laughs> this whole business is for yeah, The best, best ideas that we've had from Stronghold have come, come from, from Prosecco. Prosecco. Do you have a brand or it doesn't matter? No, it doesn't matter. No, Just it. Hey. We actually called it our own name. We called it Prosecco at one Prosecco. point. Because we were drinking it so much. We were like, so. Um, but no, we were out at, um, where were we? That we were in um, Magic Roundabout yeah. place in Old Street. And you can go because oh, yeah. you started. It's because um, so we so we've both been female only person trainers for, like the whole time we've been PTs, um, and then it, something dawned on me, and I was like, "Why am I in competition essentially with my best friend? We we both got the same values, we both want the same thing, we both like are very passionate about um, wanting women to like feel confident in the gym, and you know, um, and then I was like." We, we need to work together. I don't know how. We need to build something. And then I was like, well, initially, I was like, we, right, I was like, I see something. And it's like above every, every other fitness company. And then fitness companies come to us. I didn't really know what I was talking about. And then, <laughs> it was a second. <laughs> and, then, second. Second, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, and then I can't really remember why. Uh, I think at the same time as well, I was trying to hire, I was bringing in trainers to kind of work for me, because I had at the time like quite a lot of clients, and I was like, oh, you like basically giving them some hours, or trying to give them some hours. So I was like, I want to expand my company, but at the same time, Sam made this point of being like, well, why are we doing the same thing? And we work literally one mile down yeah, the road. Yeah, like so close to each other. That's because we, we, we had a person contact both of us, PT, and that was kind of the moment that I was like, well, we're essentially competition, but why? There's no reason for us to be competition. Um, and then you'd said about, uh, you're like, oh, it's just so annoying, like, 
this it's not annoying but the, the, <laughs> it's, it's not it's annoying, not annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, um, every client says the same thing and you re- you're constantly repeating yourself and we're like we should do something where we're hitting the masses and yeah. just teaching and teaching women like as a group um, yeah. and then that's kind of we brainstorm yeah, I can't actually remember what where the I can't remember where the moment actually I was. I don't know either. I can't remember what it was at all, but it was just that kind of, uh, obviously we don't want to compete against each other, we've got the same vision, and then also it's it infuriating when you're saying the same thing over and over and over again, and then also people people in general, um, obviously it's focused on women, being exploited in terms of how much people are paying for a trainer and they're not actually learning, because yeah. Yeah. we both make a conscious effort to actually teach our clients as opposed to be like, do this, do that, and it's kind of like a mindless approach to training. Sure. So actually, they can take the information, and we were like, hold on a minute. If we want more women to know, then us just like doing one woman at a time, and then they, and then if you're away, then they're like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So I don't know what the kind of light bulb moment was, but it organically just became like, right, let's do this. I don't know, I so don't if you had to sum up what your vision is now, or stronger, either strongly and whoever, what is it in that <laughs> sentence? Do you want me to take that? <laughs> so the, the, the mission now, or the, the vision now, is to essentially educate and empower women of all diversities um, in resistance training, nutrition, and well-being. Um, so the we over the year we've we kind of we started off very differently to how we are now, but we've realised that the industry itself is more targeted towards white middle-class women, um, especially like the fitness. Um, boutiques etc and not as many ethnic minorities um, we, we were high, it was highlighted as like Muslim women being one of the groups of women that don't train as much because of certain because uh, of the cultural differences so we that's essentially the, the ethos of the company is to educate and empower women of all diversities and nobody's and like nobody's not allowed and no one should make feel uncomfortable because they're different in any way um, and if we can basically kind of create that kind of unity and community within our company, then hopefully that can extend out beyond that to mm. the world, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, is going to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> going for the president. Wrong gender. So, Sam, if you take this one then, what do you hope Stronger can achieve in the next five years? Oh, bloody hell, that's a question, isn't it? <laughs> um, well, I mean, like, uh, we are aiming for it to have our own space. Um, not a studio such like we call it a hub, where it's a space where, well, obviously, we can hold our class and workshops, um, and um, we can have, like, our community days and things like that, and a place where people can come and even just come for a chat and, and meet women, like-minded women. Um, so that's that's a massive aim. Um yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the that's two year that's, plan. That's next year. <laughs> I don't really know where to extend on that. The, the, like, as, as well as that, we have like our workshops. We have like the workshops that we do every, I suppose, every three months. Maybe. Three months. Yeah. Performance. So we try and hold three or four a year. So it's basically to expand on that um, and then hopefully pass it out to other. Uh, instructors as well. I mean, obviously, right now we're in London. We do. We want to branch out over the whole of the UK. That, that's got, like our massive. That's. I suppose that's our biggest. That's our main. Yeah. Thing, and we've got it? there's like people that we know in different cities that are like willing to kind of take on the brand. And but what until we've got it set here, um, 
especially this year, because this year is probably our most kind of, well, we've only been running for a year. So this year's gonna be a hell of a lot tighter than last year. Mm -hmm. So once we've got this year in perspective and we've got where we're going, then we can actually branch out to other women as well. Um, but the main aim is just to get as many women to- Yeah, to, to try be, and like teach as many women and get more women in into fitness, into some sort of activity. Yeah. yeah. So I know you guys mentioned, um, and I was going through your website, that there's a severe lack of women in training in general. And you also feel that most of them don't really enjoy fitness or they feel intimidated by their surroundings. Um, kind of want to dive deeper into why do you think that is and what can we as an industry and, and even broad, more broadly as a society do about that problem? Hey everyone, Steph here, co-founder of Go Sweat and sponsor of The Sweatcast. Go Sweat wants to make discovering sports simple, so we've created a sports marketplace that allows users to easily discover and book sports and fitness near them. No more scrolling through Google, trying to find your local facilities, Go Sweat lets you search for exactly what you want, where and when you want it. From silent disco boot camps to candlelit yoga and even Quidditch, we've got it all. For 20% off all Ghost Sweat activities, enter the discount code SWEATCAST at checkout. Happy sweating! Uh, I mean, I suppose like a lot of women, it's, a, it's an intimidation thing. Like that's what we hear countless amounts of times, like they feel intimidated in a gym. Um, and I don't know if that's, I don't, I don't really know why that, I don't know why that is. I don't know why they feel intimidated. Well, I suppose I felt intimidated as well. Like, so imagine the first time you ever walked into a gym, how did you feel? It's very, well, it's obviously male dominate, uh, dominated within the weight section, especially. So as someone, especially if you don't know really what you're doing, it is scary because you're like, you, it's almost like an embarrassment thing. You'd like, oh, I don't want to do something wrong and, and. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's embarrassment, yeah. Especially like with a lot of men around, it's like I don't know. You feel judged, I suppose. Which is funny because a lot of men don't know. What yeah, no, 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 absolutely not. And the thing is, as well, like you, they're not they're not looking at you. Like, well, I mean, some people will be, but like people are in the gym for them. Like, but people get so like. I know, I, I was the same. I still do it now. Like, if I go into a new gym, I will get have that moment that I'm like, oh, mm. it's a bit like, oh. Yeah, you got to find your... Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. things yeah. are, you're like, oh, you know, and there's, there's, there's still bits of equipment now where I'm like, I don't even know what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. some... It is daunting, though, because there's so... Especially, like, within the weights section, there's so many different exercises you can do. There's so many pieces of equipment that, like... Do you think yeah. partially having too many pieces of equipment is actually a massive negative? Because you kind of hop between different things, you jump onto something, you have no idea what to do. I suppose in some ways I think it can be, because as far as I, as far as the way that I see it anyway, is to keep it as simple as possible. Like the, if you think back to like back in, you know, when like Sylvester Stallone and, and, Arnold, and Arnie used to basically train, I, they kept it very simple. Like there wasn't all, there wasn't literally like a million different exercises just for a bicep for instance it was just keep it as simple as possible so i do to some extent think that having loads and loads of different ones it's like if you give someone too many different choices they're like oh i just don't know anymore whereas if you just have a few they'll naturally pick one yeah. so i think it's the same kind of way when it comes to that like i think in some respects yeah it can be do you think partially that's why the boutique industry has exploded because it gives people a spin class at a spin studio 
rather than at a gym where there's 50 different classes a week of various different types. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I've never really thought about that. I don't know, actually. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if it's actually... I don't know if it's because it's... It, actually, maybe. I don't know, though, because some places actually do really, do really well and they have, like a, they, have a variety, they have a variety of classes. They're still boutique, but they'll still have a variety of classes. But I think it's the idea of the boutique classes is that you go in half of it's for the experience and to and it's already kind of set out for you don't have to think about it but then in the same respects you go in because you don't know what else to do so i suppose in some ways yes maybe so going back to jack's question then you've got these boutique industry the boutique studios that are very specific in what they do and can be a little bit intimidating to walk into what's the best way to encourage women specifically to try out exercise in a non-intimidating environment? So, I suppose one of the things that uh, I've read or we've read like doing research on like women's barriers into, into exercise and fitness is that they have, women have a lot of kind of, there's obviously like how, like appearance and how you look and how you feel within yourself. Then there's other things of convenience. So women's like, uh, perceptions to fitness is it kind of does it work at the times that are best for me does it work around my children because naturally women are more inclined to be with the children um it uh what's some, what's some other ones um what was another one oh, i can't remember there's like <laughs> i can't remember what the barriers are, but there's like quite a few barriers like into exercise for women and there's three of the like if, like there's some that kind of will they'll decide in their head if they don't if they don't match those before even thinking about okay well it's the weights area or it's, the, it's like it's actually just the gym on its own if it's not where they want it to be and if it doesn't fit in they'll prioritize like family life and things over um actually exercising and some women find that if they give themselves the time and they're neglecting it from their families so that's one of the biggest barriers as well as opposed to it just being i'm afraid of going to the gym right? do you think that sometimes though that feeling of it's not suitable time-wise or location-wise is inferred because of other reasons like yeah it's just an excuse happened. yeah it's just an excuse but i feel like with some fitness boutiques and gyms now and i suppose something that we all will also put in place is to try and overcome those as much as you can over if you can overcome all of those things so there's nothing left there's no excuses left for women to use then there's no issue as to why they can't come so then they would have to look at themselves and be like okay why am I not going? So I think a lot of places, especially like we work at a place our spin studio in Balham, um, called Dog House, and their whole thing is like you can bring in well not the whole thing, but it's it's naturally been like you can bring your dogs with you, um, and like people into the spin studio into like in, the, in the it's like a cafe downstairs. Cafe uh, so they people leave their dogs. Yeah. Oh, it's really cool. It is, and like and it's a chat. It is almost child friendly. Like if you're gonna do spin class because of, it's Balham anyway, it's a very mumsy area. It's, that, it's kind of being known for that, so it's kind of abolishing these barriers straight off the mark so that people can't go, well, I can't go because I was looking after my dog or my baby, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's, that's another thing as well. Like, if more places were like that, as, as stereotypical as it may come across, if, we, if you can acknowledge that you're trying to help and overcome those barriers, then obviously it's going to more than be like, okay, well, then I will go because it's obviously offering these things that they think they need so it's kind of like a so it's almost more of a, a mental barrier than oh yeah oh yeah definitely mind of mind of like mind of the matter absolutely but if, if if there's any possible way that 
you could find something to block. Yeah. If you're that type of person, then you will, no matter what it is. But this is like what we do, like part, part of our workshops that we get, we help people to realise their why, like why they're doing it. Um, and then that kind of, that will help them to overcome those mental barriers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was putting my glass down. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So we like go through and we we try and help them to to understand why, like what that actual like people go, oh, I'm doing this because I want to lose weight or I want to look this, I want to have abs or whatever. But it's never that. Like it's always much much deeper. Um, we try to get in like get to that point, um, and then that is going to help them to overcome all those kind of barriers they put up. So going one step further than um, you know like what providers or, or studios can do to help encourage more women to come and exercise, what can we as a society in general do, maybe in the workplace or um, at home, at school, what can society do to sort of also push some of these barriers down for women? I think one of them's already happening, which is, with, especially in the workplace, and this is for everybody, that now um, stress or um, Basically, like depression and it being more recognised. Mental um, health. Yeah, mental yeah. health is being more recognised. Thank you for. I was like, I can't think of the word. <laughs> um, it's being recognised as something that is actually is valid and and be and that on its own has ta- has taken a lot of the pressure off. I think um, I don't obviously know, I don't know the statistics for it, but that on its own just being recognised is is one thing, um, which I think for everybody they that people begin to realise how how important kind of your mental health is and recognizing if you do need to go do something because a lot of people it's like they're not doing anything and then it's like well you know what actually you should have probably just gone to the gym or you could have exerted your um uh your your body in a way to release those endorphins and all that and it all comes back around to this thing so it's like recognizing that mental health is a thing just across the across the nation is a massive step up anyway um and then i think in terms of to, I suppose society there's a lot of things anyway with regards to gender gaps across I think every industry right now so it's as far as I'm concerned like it's being it's being heard and I feel like women like us if more women like us it doesn't matter what how they kind of think but if, if they can step forward and be and kind of pave the way that's what the society I think needs and men as well like I feel like if mm. anybody can basically be like right this isn't necessarily right, and we recognise that there's differences between the two. Then, if anyone just basically has the balls to kind of stand out from everybody and be like, right, this is how we're going to do it, I feel like that would help the society massively. Rather than just sitting there being like, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just live my life this way, and that's about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just sit back and just be content, as opposed to like pushing through the barriers. I think that would help society huge. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of I don't going, really have anything else to add. <laughs> well, kind of going off of that, uh, the role of body image and self-confidence, you know, I feel like it's a major problem, kind of across the board, mm. really. Um, so what's the role of social media? Uh, I was just going to say, like, literally you saying that, was like social media, exactly. Instagram. Do you think it's positive, negative, both? Negative, negative. I, do you know, I've, I've had so many clients. I had one client... Um, she just literally just burst into tears one day in a session. And I was like, what's wrong with you? 
And um, she was like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> you feel my compassion? <laughs> um, and she was like, oh, she basically like went in our session with training and she was looking at herself in the mirror and was like, basically just scrolling through Instagram that she follows a lot of like fitness models. Yeah. And she's just like, I just can't comp- like constantly compare myself. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's, it's I mean, it's never going to stop. Like, there's always, like that's always going to be a massive thing but constantly women are comparing themselves to these images and it's just so unhealthy like they probably don't even look like that and it's going to take it's taken them a long time to get that picture they've probably edited it to I was going to swear but I won't um, <laughs> and like it, it's just it's so bad like constantly women are, are looking at especially Instagram yeah. it's just a thing now like just constantly scrolling and the thing is, is it's almost you have to be your own filter, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to choose the accounts that you want to follow yeah. and not yeah. follow. There's no one, there's yeah. no like policing. Like no, if you're yeah. following these people that, whether or not it's their intention that, but it makes you feel bad, you know, there's no one that can unfollow or, yeah. or no, not look that yeah. up except yourself. And I think that's part of the hardest part because yeah. I mean, I even like personally, like I follow some of those accounts, I'm just like, geez, like. It's like a five years from now, maybe I'll look like that. <laughs> so like, to think about those type of horizons for, you know, working out or nutrition just over that amount of time, it just, sometimes that mental hurdle is just, mm. you know, it's too yeah. much. Yeah, and I think, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, on both sides. Like, I do think it's a negative, I think social media is negative. Obviously, it depends on, as you as an individual, how you're going to view it. And it is, obviously, you are the filter between following and unfollowing and if you want to if you if you're like oh well i'm going to follow this person but it's making me feel really bad but you're still going to carry on following them then unfollow them like mm-hmm. don't kind of look at something you don't necessarily want to see every day if you're using this inspiration and you've got and you are kind of using it for that that's fair enough that's, that's i think there's two for me anyway i think yeah but people even do it with food like i can't remember some you, you were there i can't remember what it was we were at and someone was like um basically like people that post like really healthy meals all the time like i mean i personally don't see anything bad with that but then this woman was like basically made her feel really crap because she was like well i've just had a pizza so that, i mean that makes me feel like yeah. and like, I, I was like wow even just a picture of food can do that to someone yeah. i would never have thought that but i was like wow okay so I think too often with Instagram, people portray the lifestyle that they want other people to think that they have. Yeah. Oh, oh, we in one of our workshops, a girl came, girl. Had, oh yeah. <laughs> Instagram Instagram reality. We actually made it. We were like posted it up because it was hilarious. So on the way to the workshop, we were like, "Oh, look um, at blah blah's food. It looks really nice." Anyway, she walked in the door. She went, "I'm just having my breakfast." Pulled out the Tupperware box, plastic bag, and was like, "We were like, didn't you post that on Instagram with like?" But it was like beautiful. And it was just in the Tupperware box, and she was just like. And it looked, they were like, they were like waffle things, weren't they? Yeah. And they, on the picture that she posted on Instagram, they were beautifully laid so down. delicious. And, she was and they, they were like green, green waffle matcha things. waffles. And I was like, they like, look awful. Like, yeah. Like someone had cooked them in moss. <laughs> but it was like that, just that on its own. We were like, you just come because we're very not, we're not like that at all. Like yeah. the way that we have our social media is pretty much. We try to be as real as, real as possible. possible. <laughs> like, if you watch our stories, like most of the time, we're just absolute bloody Drunk. idiots. <laughs> but yeah, we try and kind of. There's no kind. Of, there's not comparisons. It's not like, oh, look at us. Like, it's just this is things that may may help you through your week or may help you through your month. Whether it be fitness, whether it be food. Like I, I know one time I posted a picture of food. I think it was my personal one, and someone was like, oh, that doesn't look very nice. I'm like, well, it's going to go in my mouth. 
Like, <laughs> why do I care if it looks great on the plate? I, I, I'm, I'm posting it because I'm saying that food can taste hella good, but it doesn't have to look. I think it was some bowl of porridge or something, it looked like sick, but it tastes <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah. Obviously, if you could see me right now, people listening, then you will see that I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but. <laughs> you don't care either. So now we're going to hop into a little bit of a different portion of the podcast where I'm going to bounce some rapid fire questions off you guys and you guys just say uh, whatever comes to your mind. (laughs) Um, So the first question, um, some of my favorite questions, especially for the industry that we're in is what are bad recommendations you hear most often in this industry? Don't eat carbs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, just all the ab workouts. So, so vegan is healthy. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started. That's a, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> we'll be back next week. So, <laughs> so I'm sorry if any of you guys are vegan. No, no, definitely not. Um, Let's not delve into that. <laughs> sounds like there's a bunch. Um, so, and then another one in. This is this will be good. So when you're feeling overwhelmed or unfocused, what do you guys do to sort of like bring yourselves back in and refocus on what you need to do? Right now, it's the five, four, three, two, one. What's that? <laughs> it's basically this woman did this. I can't. It's on Goldcast, but she referred it to like a rocket launch, and she kept pressing snooze basically on on life, and that actually like on when she was in bed, she was like, no, you know, I just don't want to. And she was like, you. When you, you don't wake up one day and be like, I want my, I'm just, my life is ruined. It's a series of events where you just check out beforehand. So there's one day she basically ref- watched this, she was in bed and this, she saw this rocket launch and she's like, you know what? I'm going to just count, to, count down to one. I'm going to get out. I don't what I'm going to do when I get out, but I'm just going to get out because I've made it into a habit for so long. And I've basically started doing it like a lot now. Um, just being like, okay, I, I just don't know what to do, but five, four, three, I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like the idea between, the moment between an idea and an action is about five seconds where you can kind of convince yourself that you're going to do it or you're not. And it's like, you're never going to, something that like, it's like if we decided not to come today for some reason, it's like, why would I not go to something? Or why would I not do something that's going to better me? Like why be lying in bed or, or things like that. So right now that's one thing I'm doing. I'm just small things. I'm just being like, okay. I'm super cheesy. I always watch a motivational video. <laughs> and I love gold, gold cast. I just go, I literally last night was watching it for ages. I was just go for all the videos. <laughs> it is probably, I'm most motiv- motivational music. I love my power songs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you do. You do. I have a whole playlist. <laughs> so, so yeah, those definitely. <laughs> to refocus. Those are good. No, I actually really, I like the rocket launch analogy. It's kind of like, all right, I just got to reset all and then we're yeah. just going to go straight up. Yeah. I don't really care. I don't know. I'll just stand there. Even if I just stand there, yeah. I've just got out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> so, now what do I do? <laughs> What, is, what book do you guys most often give to someone as a gift that you feel like has really impacted your life in a positive way or you think Sorry, about can you say that again? Yeah, sure. What book do you oh. feel like that you give most often as a gift? doesn't necessarily need to be fitness related, but anything. I don't, I don't give out books. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about uh, maybe like a movie or, or something like that that you recommend people watch or that you feel like just strikes a chord with you? Oh, I always have a secret. I do, because that book actually changed my life. What was like, it about? 
Oh, you don't know what the secret is? Oh my god, it's so good. It's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's about like the law of attraction. Okay. Um, And I read it, so I was in a really bad place when I was at when I was at dance college. I was about twenty, nineteen, twenty, and I was like, so people always say to me now, they're like, you're so positive, you're always positive. I never used to be like that. I used to be the most negative person ever, and everything in my life at the time was going wrong, like. I got burgled, lost my car, like loads of stuff was happening. And I I was getting more and more negative about it. But then more and more negative things were happening. And someone said to me, Sam, read this book. And I, at the time I was like, oh God, one of these things. Read it and honestly, like changed my heart and like changed my whole way of thinking to be a positive, like look, um, have a positive outlook on life. Um, and, and now I'm here. Who's it by? If you know. uh, Rhonda Byrne. Okay. And what's yeah. the secret? The secret, yeah. Okay, cool. And then, um, so in terms, do you guys have a favorite supplement for women, if any, at all? Mm, we're not really massive supplement, supplement people. people. <laughs> like, if, I mean, if we, we both say, like, if you are able to obviously get protein in from natural sources, obviously we'll always say get it from natural sources first. If you're unable to, then, you know, a protein shake. Um... It depends on the intensity of training, but in, for most for most women, if it's just a case of having like a an active, healthy lifestyle, then yeah. the only thing you re- would need is um is the is the protein. Obviously, sometimes there's horm- like the hormones, and you may want to there's supplements fair enough that you may need for that. But honestly, like we don't. So you view them purely as supplementary to yeah, not yeah, as, not as like oh I'm gonna have a protein shake because we both like I used to, when we first started I used to have two protein shakes a day, um, and then I remember this one day I was like I'm so hungry like I want another meal but I've had everything and I had two shakes I was like yeah. wait a minute why don't I just take out the shakes yeah. and it was it was really weird because I was kind of like going I don't know where I can get I don't know what else I can have I don't know what I could do I was like take out the shakes and actually have a meal Yeah. but it was one of these like, obviously my body had to get used to having that my protein and stuff like that yeah, yeah. We, we always we always say like it's better to get from food I mean obviously like in if someone's like be, if someone's vegan or vegetarian then protein powder um, is pretty much the only supplement that I would ever say to someone but again yeah. I'm like, eat good food. <laughs> so I think this is the last one. I think you guys will have some fun with it. I'm interested to hear what you have to say. So what obsessions do you guys explore in your free time, if you have any free time? <laughs> what obsessions? obsessions? Yeah, what do you guys like do in your free time? What are you passionate about? <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> Actually, I don't really do that as much anymore. I don't really do anything. I don't do anything but work or drink. <laughs> I mean, if we if we talk about like uh, like we like to kind of I said be active, but I mean like for Sam's birthday of the day, I know that's not free time, but I we ended up going and doing things. We went to like the slide in Stratford, Stratford and we went to flip out. Like we like to do things that are oh no, we like immersive things. Well, I like the most of it. I know, I was like, Wee! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> well, I think you like no, I do. Play with, like, yeah. Like, I think you like that more than I do. So and the mazes. Like yeah, and yeah. the mazes. Doing and experiences. Yeah. Adventures. That's that, yeah. Active experiences. Yeah, yeah. that was definitely. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to be obsessed with anything, then that's going to be it. <laughs> I'm probably obsessed with holidays. I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with them. Well, you always want to go away. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go away from me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
So that about wraps everything up. Um, we appreciate you guys coming on today. We really enjoyed it. Do you guys have any uh, final thoughts or advice or requests for our audience? Believe in yourself. <laughs> and I oh, and, and actually, I'm going to throw it in there because I always say it. Oh, if you don't God. see yourself doing it in five days' time, don't do it. <laughs> and where can people contact you online? What are your guys' handles or websites? Uh, so the Stronger one is at Stronger underscore women on Instagram. That's Stronger. Stronger. S-T-R-O-N-G-H-E-R. I even forgot how to spell it myself. <laughs> um, and then my personal one is at Lift in the City. And mine is at Sad Print. That's all on Instagram. Yeah. Great. And you guys also have a big event coming up as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> So what is that? <laughs> Real quick, tell everybody what's going on. So that's our, it's our ultimate strength and wellbeing weekend um, where we go through uh, all things nutrition. We go through some mindset stuff. Uh, we've got guest speakers. We go through uh, strength training techniques um, and we help women to feel more confident in the gym and understand what they should be doing for their body, their goals. That kind of thing. And where is that? That is in Old Street. Old Street. I forgot where it is. Yeah, on the 10th and 11th of February. So the Saturday, the 10th, is the Nutrition, nutrition. and Mindset Day, and the February the 11th is the Strength Day. So it's a whole weekend, lots of fun, fun and laughs. Tears. Awesome. So uh, again, thanks to Leanne and Sam for coming on today. We really appreciate you guys. Thanks uh, for having us. Yeah. Let's do this again sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs>that's it for the sweatcast today i'm jack brady hit that like or love button and remember to share this podcast the sweatcast is every wednesday at 9 a.m you can also find us on itunes soundcloud and Castbox. remember to keep sweating and see you next week